Get ready for the hottest talk show of the year, Crime Time Live, with your host, renowned attorney Scott Weinberg. Brought to you by Clear Channel Radio and TalkZone.com. Discuss all the sizzling hot case-making headline news today and how you can protect your rights. And now, here's your host, Scott Weinberg. Good morning. Oh, man, it is a cloudy, rainy morning. But we are going to shine all over your rights here at 13.10 a.m. Did Oakland County Prosecutor rush to judgment in the murder investigation of the local attorney? Well, that's our first question today. That is our first question. Did Was there a rush to judgment while well, there'll be hell to pay? Or is there more to the gruesome story? You call us here at 248-848-1310. And we're going to talk all about that. And last time we reported on the missing banker... He is still missing, but surprise, surprise, so is $150,000 for a Windsor woman. Related, when you make the call, you call us at 248-848-1310. Should we feel safe in our dorm rooms? And we know that does the tragedy, and we know what's going on with the student suicide out of Rutgers, that just sad, sad case this past week. Does it teach us anything about our rights to privacy well, you call us and we'll try to answer that question, 248-848-1310. We can discuss the new super drunk driving laws, stupid crimes blog, and your calls and questions here on Crime Time Live. I'm your host, Scott Weinberg, here on Clear Channel Radio and syndicated all across this great nation or ours on TalkZone.com. You stay tuned. We'll be right back. We'll get to all your rights. Stay tuned. Have you or a loved one been arrested or charged with a crime? Do you want to stay out of jail and keep your record clean? Hi, I'm attorney Scott Weinberg, host of Crime Time Live, heard Saturday mornings 11 to 12 noon on 1310 WDTW. Call my office anytime to protect your rights at 1-800-NO-JAIL-1 or go to our website at 1-800-NO-JAIL-1.com. We have payment plans for everyone's budget. There should never be a price on protecting your rights. Call 1-800-NO-JAIL-1. One right now. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to TalkZone.com. Internet Talk Radio. TalkZone.com. Time for more Crime Time Live on TalkZone.com. Here's your host, criminal attorney Scott Weinberg. Well, it may not have been a murder. Oh, it may not have been a murder at Johnson's home. But human tissue and a dog bowl and a freezer inside the home of the murder victim, lawyer Lloyd Johnson. It sure looked like a scene of a murder. That's what the newspapers are reporting. That's what everybody is talking about. According to new filings on Friday in a court case against Laura Johnson, the 46-year-old woman who was arrested and then released on the killing of her husband. Now, we don't know if she did it or not, but we do know that she was let go. Charges were dropped this week when an autopsy revealed that the 413-pound Lloyd Johnson died September 22nd of complications from an old boating accident wound. Morbid obesity, 
and other issues. You know, we talked about this last week. Was there a rush to judgment, do you think? Do you think that they rushed to judgment whether or not a spouse was the culprit? Just like we talked about last time. They always look at the spouse. What is that about? Can't they look at other things first and then? Why Why does always have to be a rush to judgment on the spouse? It's exactly what happened. But in a petition to terminate her parental rights, so they're still going after the spouse, in a petition to terminate her parental rights to her two young sons filed Friday on behalf of the Michigan Department of Human Services, the investigators told him the hours before his death that Laura Johnson had been performing surgery on her husband, now deceased husband, Lloyd, sometimes when he was unconscious and she, he was afraid she was going to kill him. So there's more to this story. You know, there's always more than what meets the eye. That Believe me, I've been doing this for over 20 years. There is more than you get simply in the police report. There's more than you definitely ever get from the news reports. That is for sure. The The news media is usually the last and the least information that is the most complete. The best is if you can get involved and read the witness statements. You could read this doctor's report. If you had access to that, then you've got way more Information that you ever will get simply listening to the local news. But you'll get it here because we have a lot of that inside information. When they responded to this scene, when EMS came, they found blood throughout the house, human tissue in a dog bowl, which no one has explained yet. And they got a video of Laura Johnson performing an enema on a dog with a hose. Now, you know, there are many different types of explanations for things you do in your house. But why you take a video of these things, they don't have any explanation for. But what they're basically saying is there is a need for Child Protective Services to come on in and to try and protect the two sons, basically, with these bizarre incidences of what's going on. Johnson was a former court reporter, and she was charged with this second-degree murder after her husband, Lloyd Johnson, died at the area hospital. But then the one after the charges were dropped, they they realized there were other things going on in the house. We've got to protect these kids, they say, in a petition to per- terminate her parental rights. The Department of Human Services and the prosecutors are saying that she's not allowed to reunite with her sons, whether they're like 8 and 10, young kids because of the grave concerns that they have for him. So let me tell you how these things work. You've got, a, you've got a situation where there has nothing to do with child protection, right? They're coming in on a murder investigation. It's not regarding the kids. Oh, sure, you might say, well, let's protect everybody. But that's not why they came in. It was a murder investigation. They determined through their own professionals, right, through their own investigation, and through their own medical examiner to say, hey, we don't think this was a murder, but there's other crazy things going on in this house. We're going to be protecting anything else possible. So they come in and they take the kids and they try to try and protect those kids. And you know what? 
that's probably not a bad idea. At least put the kids in a protected situation until you can further investigate this woman. You might disagree. You might think, yeah, but that's, you know, until you have something more, let her just have her children. And then when you find out more, then you can come back in. But you know what? When you have the Department of Human Services and you got the prosecutor's office with egg all over their face with this other murder investigation, they're going to try and do anything possible so they don't look like fools again. That's what's going to happen, and that's one of the reasons why they've taken her rights away, at least temporarily, with these kids. You want to call me and join this conversation at 248-848-1310. You call me and you tell me why you think they should not take away this woman's rights right now, temporarily at least, until they figure out what craziness was going on in that house. Was she performing surgery before some kind of medical procedure without a license? Was she actually practicing medicine without a license? What is she doing to these kids? Should they start interviewing the neighbors to see what was going on with this family? I mean, those are those are some basic uh, governmental obligations that they have to say, hey, we didn't know something was going on before, but now we know some... Issues were happening in this house that might not be kosher. We should protect the kids. You know, maybe get supervised visitation for a little while until we know what's going on. It's a lot that goes on in people's homes, and we don't know anything about. But I'm telling you, if we did, government would be all over it. So I'm not saying the government intrusion is good. I'm saying the protection of the kids is important. And if that means we lose a little of our rights up until they figure it out, it's sometimes not a bad idea. You call me if you disagree at 248-848-1310. That's 248-848-1310. We're going to watch that. We're going to watch that closely because I don't like when people and the government comes in and takes your rights. But sometimes when it's the protection of kids, sometimes you have to make excuses. Sometimes you have to make a small allowance for their ability to come in and protect children when there's an allegation of something going on. I don't know what specific is. I don't have the specific investigation of what they said happened with these kids. But I can tell you that you got a dead body and you got a lot of crazy things going on with no doctor in that house. Well, you better, you better investigate something, especially when they have this stuff with dogs and, you know, it could be, uh, medical procedures on dogs to try and help the health of the dog, but you just don't know. I mean, so you got to be able to be, I guess, cautious before you are, before you are going to be overt in taking her rights away. They're not permanently taking them. They're temporarily taking them. And I guess there's arguments on both sides. You call me if you want to comment on that. 248-848-1310. That's 248-848-1310. But there are a lot of people that want to talk about uh, the issues of that prosecutor's rush to judgment. You know, you read the blogs, and a blog from uh, Lawrence says, In the immortal words of Raymond Donovan, Ronald Reagan's Secretary of Labor, which office do I go to to get my reputation back? He asked this question several years ago after being acquitted of corruption charges. I mean, that's what you got to look at in terms of Laura Johnson, the wife of this guy. I mean, he, she wasn't now charged. She's not now charged with the murder of her husband. But does anybody know that? I mean, look at what we're talking right now about whether or not she's guilty or not guilty or should have been charged or there's a rush of judgment. And she might have done nothing wrong. 
with her husband. I don't know about her house. I don't know about her dog or her kids, but we don't know if she did anything wrong. And we're now in people in her community are thinking they're going to give her an equivocal eye. Is that right? Isn't that what happens when we have a rush to judgment by prosecutors that now everybody is deemed to be the suspect or we're going to look at the spouse as the suspect, even if charges aren't brought, that she did something wrong? I mean, isn't that the problem in our society, especially with criminal cases? We assume that because someone is charged with a crime, they did something wrong. It's ridiculous. I don't care that many of the time someone's charged, it turns out they did something wrong. That's not the point. The point is, it's a rush to judgment, and now it always going to be stapled to her forehead the fact that she was accused of a crime, even if she didn't do it. You want to comment on that, you call me at 248-848-1310. That's 248-848-1310. It, it doesn't matter if you're charged with a crime in terms of your guilt. It matters whether or not they prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. I mean, that is what the situation was. we got Chris blogging on our blog. The Johnson murder charge stemmed from one sobering conclusion, prosecutorial incompetence, born from a slobbering desire for media attention. Now, it's not just this prosecutor. Are you kidding me? You think this prosecutor... In Oakland County is the only prosecutor that looks for media attention. Oh, my goodness. You look all across this great country of ours, especially where you've got celebrities that are getting in trouble for little stupid things, like our best friend Lindsay Lohan or Paris Hilton. They can't they can't literally make win without a prosecutor charging with something. They want to make headlines. Prosecutors like having the media. They like having the headlines. They're elected officials. If no one ever hears about them, guess what? No one ever remembers them in election day. <laughs> you might disagree with that, but I'm telling you that's the way it works. You call me at 248-848-1310. That's 248-848-1310. You tell me whether or not you think this rush to judgment not only gets publicity for the prosecutor, good or bad, but really stains the reputation of this wife now. What do you think? Do you think that's true? Dennis, what do you think? You think that's true? Couldn't hear you. Oh, yeah. My comment is, uh, you know, it's, it's about publicity. Uh, that's an elected office. But my thing is, when, when the prosecutor, Jessica Cooper, said that she went on take her own pathologist report, she's going to get another report. I'm like, you, you got the top, one of the top ten pathologists in the nation, and you're going to go against him? And that's, that's your office? That's her own pathologist. It's her own medical examiner that she uses, believe me, they use it all the time, all year round. And when they, and even if as a defense attorney we disagree with that, we have to hire our own because we don't obviously always agree with their professional, their expert. But when their expert is doing the job for them, Laura's attorney for him saying, hey, it's an accident or it's, it's of natural causes, of course, the prosecutor is going to say, well, I don't know, maybe we should get someone that says what we want to say. That doesn't seem right, does it? it, it I found it astounding. You know what I'm saying? So, so you know, you, you, when you use you use your own pro, when you prosecute somebody, you use him. Then you not now that you can't make a case, you're going to say he's incompetent, or you can use him. Good. I, well, I, I thought that amazing, though. You know, I guess 
I'm just a layperson, but I just it startled me. Well, do you think? Let me ask you this: Do you think that she is just trying to cover her butt because they rushed a judgment, or do you think there might be something really there that her professional isn't seeing? See, that's the difference. Maybe he's just is getting it wrong, and there really is something there. Well, my thing is then if you if, if she actually opened up that can of worms saying that he did something wrong that he's incomplete. I, I think if I was a defense attorney, I'd be like, hey, the next time that that it comes through, I'd be like, hey, look, this, you, you didn't even trust your own pathologist. Well, I don't know if it makes any sense or not. Well, that is exactly right. And then what? you got to go through everything that he's done in the past to say he might have made mistakes that way. You know, they had that with the Michigan State Police Lab where over the last year or so, so many people have, are trying to challenge what was going on years before because they're saying the Michigan, Police, Police, Michigan State Police Lab were incompetent or that they didn't do their job correctly. And the test results that they have, not just for DNA, but blood work and fingerprint analysis, all the different things that Michigan State Police Lab comes back with, drug analysis, that those were tainted or a mistake mistakes made because they are overburdened, understaffed, and they didn't do their job. So as defense attorneys, heck, we want to go back, and now we want to go and, and make challenges for everything that happened in the past. Can you imagine if that happens here with the Oakland County medical examiner? If she comes out and says, hey, not only are you making a mistake here, but who knows about all the other cases? Oh, my goodness. What floodgates will open up there? Yeah, it would be unreal. <laughs> Well, Dennis, I agree. I think that is insightful, and I think that is exactly what what was going on. The bottom line was, though, this. Is it going to make any difference? Do I really think that the Oakland County Prosecutor's Office is going to get another expert opinion to show that this expert, their own medical examiner that they use every single day, made a mistake? My personal belief is no. I'm going to put myself out there. I say that she is not going to do that for exactly what Dennis was saying, because they don't want to open up that can of worms. You don't have to be a lawyer to know that. You don't have to practice 20 years like me to know that. You can just be a lay guy just sitting in your room listening to this radio, and you know that that's not going to happen. You want to say something different, you call me here at 248-848-1310. And you tell me where I'm wrong, that somehow you think that that is going to be allowed. They're going to open up that can of worms, and they're going to have another expert come in and say, now it's a homicide. Come on, give me a break. There's no way that's going on. Well, I tell you what's going on with that banker we talked about last time. You remember that? Surprise, surprise, right? Money's missing. Oh, and now there's a lawsuit going on. The disappearance of David Widlack, president and CEO of Mount Clemens Bank, puts in the limbo a lawsuit that accuses him of bilking a Windsor woman. Listen to this. Bilking a Windsor woman of $150,000. Macomb County Sheriff Mark Ackles said Friday that authorities have not been able to make any connection between the pending lawsuit in Macomb County Circuit and that disappearance. Well, what do you think? You call me whether or not you think those are related. 248-848-1310. And whether or not you think that somehow there's a relation between this pending lawsuit of some woman getting bilked out of 150000 and the sudden disappearance of the banker. 
Whitlock in 2005 convinced a conservator for Elizabeth Surgat, a senior citizen who was incompetent at the time, to invest money she won in a car accident lawsuit into an insurance company that he owned in Las Vegas, according to the lawsuit. So we don't know if that's true, but that's what the allegation is, is that this President David Whitlock convinced an older lady, a senior citizen, and I gotta be careful about that because I'm getting to be a senior citizen, a senior citizen to invest money that she won from a lawsuit into a insurance company that the suit claims he owned, and whether or not that might have even a conflict then. But according to the case filed against him by the Troy lawyer, Whitlock never disclosed that he owned the insurance company. Well, there's a shock. Never heard that before, right? Someone trying to get you to invest money into something that they own, but they don't even tell you. And they're the president of a bank? Oh, my goodness. What do you think? Is it related to his disappearance? He certainly breached his fiduciary duty to protect her financially, her attorney says. And he failed to disclose the conflict of interest. But they don't know whether or not that has anything to do with the disappearance. It's currently pending in Macomb County Circuit Court. Whitlock was last seen September 19th, walking out the back door of Community Bank all by himself. You think that's related? You call me at 248-848-1310. That's 248-848-1310. I don't know if it's related. I'm telling you right now. I don't know if it's related. Caller, what do you think? Is this related with the banker? Hey, you know what? It could be or could not be, but that, that's the whole thing. Everything is on judgment until you find out more information about the case and about the whole situation. But but in respect to the prosecutors and all that, you know what? I don't really have a problem with what they did, how they grandstand. But if I was Paris Hilton, do you think I'd have got a misdemeanor for her crime? Well, so you're saying that Lizzie Lohan did. They just threw a man that they gave a man 50 years in prison for the same thing with no, you know, I know he killed nobody. Who'd they get 50 years in prison for Lindsay Lohan's probation violation? For for probation violation being habitual. Who are you talking about? Anybody specific? You can, you can look anybody. Just look in the prison system. There's a lot of people that got hit for that. Well, I, I agree with that. Let's go back to what you're saying before. What do you think that Oakland County prosecutor Jessica Cooper whether or not you think that it's okay that she was uh, grandstanding, charging someone without enough evidence at first to do it, and then once they get the medical report, did she do the right thing in releasing it? Hey, listen, I know prosecutors that would have still kept the charges. You know what I mean? Yeah, my medical examiner might have said that it's that it's not that death, but I disagree with them, and they do hire someone else. I'm not saying it doesn't right. happen, but, but, but she dismissed the charges. The, pe- the people we elect. Don't have a lot of them don't have sense, and I'm sorry. And then I'm talking about the legislators, the Senate. These people write laws so they can intrude into our lives more than they can intrude into anything else. So my whole thing is, he was stupid for grandstanding. And if the woman did what she if she did something wrong, then you should do utilize the court system for what it should be used for. Right. But if she didn't do anything wrong, why are you sitting out there just trying to make a name for yourself? That's our tax money. Well, that is true, but that's how they make their names. You think that's that's, just here in Oakland County? Because we allow the legislatures to make laws so that people can placate and make names. Well, that's true, too. Everything's about money. They don't care about people. We are a country of consumers. That's all we are. The prison industry, the 
whatever industry you want to talk about, we are none but the consumer. There's no more American people. It's the American consumer. Yeah, but look we at consume. And then our politicians look at it. We consume information too. And the information we're consuming is what they put out in the media, what they put in the papers, what they say in the television, the radio. Well, we consume we that information. To, we allow the, the ignorant politicians allow them when they when you cut out different legislative things that keep people from hoarding, meaning have a monopoly. Five people, five major. All the all the news media is owned by who? Five people? Come on, man! And I'm talking about five corporations. Who? And the people in these corporations are billionaires. It ain't the small people. Yeah, but what about all the blogs now? All the information you get on the internet that's not controlled by the big media. Right. I agree with and this station. Hey, it. this station's owned by to, a lot more people are turning to the internet, and sooner or later, you're going to really see television go away. In some way, if we do not. Some way the corporations are going to try, and they're working on that right now to see how they can control the Internet. Let's be real. Well, do you think Everything they should do that? Is, it's either going to be corporate or government. Government more for the people. If we start doing things as people and stop looking at each other as we all just criminals, anytime something happens, we got to think just somebody else is just criminal. Why? Do you think that? Do you think the Internet should be controlled and we should regulate the information no, no, that's coming I out on that? the Internet alone. Well, so it's okay to regulate it on on the airways by by big corporations. Or you're saying you know it isn't what? okay? In actuality, what we should do is just make sure that the internet is owned by the government because oh. that means it's the hold on, it's the people. And see, I understand mathematics. I understand government. I am not selfish that I that three, four, five, six, seven pennies coming out my check to go to help so everyone can have like their police and fire and if we did that with our public schools, that everybody can get an education, a good education, like all those people in the 50s, 60s, and 70s who now are the so-called leaders that all talk about public education is terrible when we put somebody like Bill Bennett who hates educating poor kids. Well, let's go back to what you're saying, though. So you think the government should control the Internet and they should tax our information we get from the Internet? No. No. It's, no, Don't no. let them uh, control I mean, we our for, We already pay for it through our taxes. You didn't know that? Well, we do. You know, you, the other one we get on the but, internet. But, but, but corporations, when you when you like, when these retarded politicians talk about privatizing and doing all that type of stuff, you either gonna have government or corporations doing something. And I'm not talking small businesses can't fight. Look at Walmart. How many small businesses can fight against Walmart? Very few. Okay, let's, let's be They real. don't have the funds. They don't have the resource and to do because it. because we allow Walmart to be a monopoly. We've allowed Walmart to be a monopoly, Fox News to be a monopoly, and I don't need the Internet being a monopoly. If everybody can utilize the Internet, guess what? It would never become a non- monopoly. Yes, you are right. Now, However, but, but here's the story. Hold on. on the Hold on a second. But here's the story. Regulating mm-hmm. the Internet... Mm-hmm. regulates so much more than simply making it allowable for anybody to use it. Regulating it means they're going to regulate our free speech. They're not going to let us distribute no, information. No, no, they're no, going to no, control no, no. exactly what we say, just like they do with the FCC. They're going to say, hey, listen, you can't say that, you can say that, and I don't want that to happen on my Internet. Oh, I want oh, that no. to be free no, speech. See, but No, my thing is, and that's why I said we had... If we put politicians in office with common sense, we'll know that something free freedom of speech, which is in the Constitution, 
as long as you're not trying to do criminalist things with it, then it should be okay. I don't care what you say. I don't care. It's what you do. Well, that's true. Sticks and stones, you know what I mean? Sticks and stones. Thanks for the call. You can say what you want. You can, you can put it in writing. You can, you can say you're going to do something. But man, until you take that action, I'm telling you right, you should have a right to be able to say it. You might disagree with me. You call me at 248-848-1310. We're going to take a break. But I tell you, when we come back, we're going to talk about exactly that. What are our privacy rights? Who should intrude on those rights? Should we have anybody intrude on our privacy? You call me, 248-848-1310. This is Scott Weinberg on Crime Time Live. Have you or a loved one been arrested or charged with a crime? Do you want to stay out of jail and keep your record clean? Hi, I'm attorney Scott Weinberg, host of Crime Time Live, heard Saturday mornings 11 to 12 noon on 1310 WDTW. Call my office anytime to protect your rights at 1-800-NO-JAIL-1-NUMBER-1 or go to our website at 1-800-NO-JAIL-1.COM. We have payment plans for everyone's budget. There should never be a price on protecting your rights. Call 1-800-NO-JAIL-1-NUMBER-1 right now.